Uh, it is time for Trigger Time with Rick from TC Paintball. One of my favorite people to bring on here. Uh, never short of things to say. Let's bring him in. Good morning, Eric Zane. Hey, Rick, how are you? How come you don't play my intro anymore? I don't play any intros. I know. I just kind of get to it. The reason you why. Do a batch of them? No, Give no. Me a new format. I'll do a new one. No, the reason why is because um, they they have a, what's called a high burn factor. And when you what what that means is it, you don't have to play it very many times before it becomes just nothing. So it's almost like a waste of time. Huh. So you just and and that's just by uh, uh, realizing that well after the fact. It isn't that they were good or bad or anything like that. I figured I'm just going to get to it, play a second of the intro, and then just get after it. Did it have anything to do with the people doing the intros? Thought they were too involved in the show. No, no, because I, I eliminated them before that. Ah, got it. Yeah. Um, but all right, welcome in. How are you, Rick? I'm having a great week. Are you 50 yet? Oh, oh God. That sounds so foreign. It sounds so foreign. I didn't think I'd ever hear those words. Actually, I'm one year away. Okay, so you're about, we're in the same ballpark, around yes. 50. So I just showed a clip of the man who's 100. Okay. And I, you know, I don't know how, how that's even possible because I have so many aches and pains now at 50. I'm saying, yeah, my body is breaking down on me daily, but, uh, you know, he is number one in his age group. There's no doubt. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, so uh, competitively, that's what drives you. Is it, it's, it's the, it's the competing. That's like, Oh, that, that's my favorite thing. Right. You, you, you like want to win. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Will there ever be something else that you do as you can, like 10 years from now, what will you be doing competitively? I think I'll be golfing. I, um, my dad took up golf when I was, I don't know, around 10 years old or something. And he got super into it, got really competitive and he's 83. Now he's still golfing. I took about a 30 year break from golfing. And this year, randomly, my wife said to me, Hey, some people at work are starting a hackers golf league. Do you want to golf? And I said, no. And then I did it. And she said, you know, this would be a great thing for us to do together. So I said, okay, I'm in. That makes sense. So I started doing it. And then all of a sudden I'm buying clubs. I'm buying bags. I'm buying range finders. I'm buying all this shit. And now I'm a golfer. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So you're in the cart or you're, are, are oh, you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But once the competitive thing kicks in and I, and I'm similar but, um, yeah, I, I, I find myself like, Jesus, if I go out for a run the next day, I'm like, good God, this hurts. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's high impact, man. I can't, I've never been a runner, you know, aside from training for various sports and whatnot, just to go out and run. I can't do it. It just, you know, I'm, I'm having knee issues now, but even before I really had any knee issues, I would just be achy in my joints after pounding the pavement for a while. I'm wondering if we're supposed to be running because... Uh, I, I, I got a pal who uh, r runs all the time and he had both of his knees replaced. Holy shit. Come on now. N actually, you know, how, you how know? long was he down for? Do you know? Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he had him done at the same time either. 
I'm com- I'm contemplating that because I really need it in my right. My it's, it's hard for me to get around with my right knee right now. It's just it's just garbage, and I'm so stubborn. I don't want to go under the knife. I'm too busy to do that and take yeah. time off. But but for for uh, you know a quality of life, you know, as, oh, yeah. for the next deck, you know, however many decades, I uh, I feel like I need to do it. I need really need to start uh, contemplating that pretty heavily. Uh, Bruce, who works over at Irvine's Auto Repair, he did that, and he swears by it. He's like, oh, you know, it's, it's not perfect, but I'm much better off, you know, I think. And and here's the problem. With whatever it is that's causing your problem, it'll continue to, uh, uh, with arthritis, de- like fall apart and degenerate, and that's just a real a real disaster. And the worse that that gets, uh, the, the harder the surgery becomes, you know, I know everybody that has, it says you gotta have it. You gotta have it. And I'm just, I'm so stubborn about it. God, is this an old injury or just, it fell apart? No, it's a, it's not an injury. It's, it's degenerative arthritis is what I have oh, on my knees. Okay. And one of my meniscuses is that if I'm saying that right, meniscuses, yeah. one of my meniscuses is like 80% gone and the other one is like 50 to 60% gone. So it's not going to get any better on its own. I'm just too stubborn. Rick, I want to discuss Joe Biden getting, uh, making all these guys now free to uh, leave jail over pot. Can I get an amen? How about that? You know, I think that that's fantastic, but I think it's too long. It took too long. There's no doubt because politics is a game. It's a game. They're not doing things to benefit us. They're doing things to benefit themselves. And the, the time of the release on this information and these these uh, um, uh, these situations, I guess, um, it's all about what it does for them. And it's, it's just disgusting, really. So basically, before he was elected, he felt this way. He feels that way this minute. So for two years, has he just been chewing on it? I mean, that's bullshit. Well, you know, they live in a glass house. Like what the, 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 the life that they experience is not the life of, you know, they're not representatives of us because they live a different life. They live outside of what we're able to do. So they can do whatever they want and they have their own agendas and schedule. And when it behooves them to do something for, you know, the common man or whatever, it's uh, they'll do it if it's going to help them in the next election cycle. It's, it's such a game. Yeah, you know, and uh, so do you, have you, uh, I mean, do you know anyone who's ever been in jail for pot? No, I don't think I have. I mean, I've known people that got in trouble here and there for possession, but no real hard time. Have you noticed that if you go to any public gathering, it smells like pot? I mean, someone. there's no doubt. Yeah, they just burnt the, the, the brazenness now. It's like, not only is it not, can you not get in trouble? They, it's like they're, uh, uh, it's, it's more out in the open than like some guy having a cigarette. The world is changing so fast. The first time I witnessed and experienced that myself was in Las Vegas. I'm walking down the strip and I started smelling it and that was out of place because I, for, for, for events, we've gone to Vegas for years and years and actually the last couple of decades, but we've been to Vegas a lot and Vegas always had some of the worst, um, rules or laws when it came to marijuana possession. So we're always really careful when we we went there, we're always able to get our hands on it, but it was always like, Hey, be careful, be careful. So walking down the strip in Vegas and all of a sudden I'm smelling, I'm going, wait a minute, we're in Vegas. Like this is, this is not cool. I don't think And just the, the couple that was walking 10 feet in front of me down the sidewalk, down the strip was just smoking a joint between the two of them, just walking down the strip. <laughs> like it was no big deal. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what world are we living in right now? Is, is this, is this what's cool now? It was, it was, it was so profound. Do you think we will ever live in a world 
when that couple is in front of you injecting themselves with heroin? No, different thing. But I mean, if you if I if you asked me, you know, 20 years ago, if this would ever be the world we live in, and I say absolutely not, absolutely not, that will never happen. But here we are, and it's more and more uh, common. It's uh, it's it's everywhere you go, like you say, and we're kind of getting over the stigma where it's really weird because, you know, I'm 50 years old growing up. It was, you know, you can't go down that road or you're going to end up nowhere. You're going to end up, you know, as uh, part of the drugs of society, you're going to be a nothing. And I've always thought to myself, well, I just want to be the better example. Like I go to work every day. I believe I work hard. Um, and I partake just about every day. So (laughs) like, you know, am, am I a piece of shit because I do? And I always lived kind of under that, umbrella or that thought umbrella i guess that you know don't let anybody find out because it's really really bad but now i'm looking at it and i'm like you know i would much rather be around a bunch of stoners than a bunch of drunks especially in traffic i don't want to drive amongst drunk drivers but i don't mind driving amongst a bunch of stoners i mean there's a big difference there what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Have you ever made big decisions in your life while stoned? Yes. Can you share? I don't know. Not even one comes to mind, but I'm, I'm probably most of them. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, we don't look, we don't think twice about somebody having, well, it, you know, cigarette smoking, like you said earlier, it, it is getting, it is getting worse and worse as far as what, what people are, are tolerating, I guess. And yes. you can't do it in restaurants and all that stuff are inside. But I mean, I would, you know, y- y- we never would think twice about that growing up about people smoking cigarettes. And what's the difference here? You know, it, when you get really stoned or if you get really drunk, you get really drunk, you don't remember what you did the next day. You get really stoned and you're in kind of a haze a little bit, but I, I don't think it's not the same thing as far as, uh, as far as being under the influence, in my opinion. Um, now you can get really stoned and, and not really know what's going on. I mean, that, that you can abuse it any way you want, I'm sure, but I, I, uh, I don't think it's the same thing. And I think it's, you know, for me, it's more of taking kind of the edge off of anxiety and I, I eat an edible before I go to bed every night. So I'll sleep through the night and I don't wake yeah. up. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of benefits. And I know stoners talk about the benefits all the time, but there really is. And I don't see the same benefit in alcohol. Um, It's just a different animal. Um, Have I ever had a conversation with you when you were stoned? I'm sure. Um, (laughs) Now, now, uh, there's no doubt about that, but I do notice a difference. Like when I, if I'm coaching football, I want to be sharp for the kids and I want to know what comes next. I don't want to be standing there scratching my head going, Oh, I'm an idiot right now. So I don't smoke, you know, in those situations or, or, or eat an edible or anything like that. I try to keep, keep myself, my brain as clear as possible. Yeah. When I'm coming on with you, I want to be as sharp as possible. So I did not partake this morning, but I thought about it on the way here. I'm, okay. like, no, no, I'm going to be on Zane. I'll do it later. On. All right. Yeah. There's no doubt when we run into each other, like when you show up for an event or whatever, there's no doubt if you get close enough, you'll smell it on me. <laughs> I think I might have talked to you about this before. At what age would a, uh, a, a child of yours be in the clear um, if they were partaking? That is an excellent question. Now, I've, some of my best friends um, I met through paintball when they were young. 
and their parents smoked. They smoked, but they didn't smoke together because they wouldn't admit it to each other. And I smoked with both of them in different occasions. And I thought that was kind of weird. Now, that was before I had kids. Now I have kids. I've got an almost 11-year-old boy and a 7-year-old daughter. And I think marijuana is good, but I also think that um, you can't give kids too much because they don't understand how to be responsible. And I'm not saying give too much. I'm saying give too much leeway. So I'm not giving my kid anything like that until he's an adult. Uh, now, you can also argue that what I've always heard, I'm not, I'm not educated in this, in this manner at all, but I've always heard that the prefrontal cortex is not done developing until you're like 22, 23 years old. So until you're up in that, you're really not making adult decisions until you're into your early, maybe even mid-20s. So I don't really want to affect my kid's course of life by giving him something that could possibly make him lazy until that point in his life where he kind of has his ducks in a row, if that makes sense. Okay, so if the kid is uh, at 18, you're going to try to talk him out of that. That's a tough man. I'm not there yet, and I don't know how I'm going to do in that situation. Like, kids these days, are getting exposed to everything. And we've talked about the porn in the woods before and all that stuff. And all these kids are getting exposed to so many things, what seems like earlier than what I did. You know, I, I don't think that, I, I don't think that, uh, um, uh, that, that they're waiting as long. There's more information out there. The internet helps with that. He's going to get exposed to it at some point along the way. And I don't know how to handle that yet. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be the asshole dad, but I also don't want to be the idiot dad. So it's like, I don't know how to handle that. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do when that get it, that, that day comes. And I know that day is on the horizon. I just want to do the best thing for my kid. I don't know. I think if you just treat it like, um, uh, well, discourage that until they hit the age that you indicated and then say, son, as soon as that day hits, you and I are getting high and actually have a hard and fast line in the sand, you know? Well, the the the, the, the dad always handing the the can of beer to the kid, kind of like on uh, vacation yeah, when, I mean, when they're if, out, in the, out in the desert and right. he, he gives them the beer. I mean, that that's kind of a rite of passage, right? And how exactly. old is Rusty in that movie? Like 13, 14 years old? Yeah, right. Not, you know? not the same thing, I don't think, but it's, it, there's comparisons. Yep, yep. Um I see that you had a little chat with Aram there. Aram asked, isn't smoking pot on the job a safety issue? It depends on the job. Um, I, yeah, I, I would always uh, say that, um, to me, pot should be a thing that should only be in your free time. I don't think it should be in the workplace, and I think a driving stone is probably uh, is definitely a bad thing. So I, I, I treat the um, changing of the temperament of the person because of the uh, consumption of it. To a thing where you know you're you're uh, you're you're safe. Um, I think that that's important. Uh, driving stone can be a problem. Um, probably not as bad of a problem as alcohol, but still, I want everyone sober on the road for God's sake, and I don't want anybody getting hurt. So, right, sober and in the right lane. Exactly in the right lane. Okay. Um, okay. So we talked about that, but you know what? I'm going to leave it right there. Do you have anything you want to, um, talk about, uh, that's, that's burning on your brain. I want to give you the opportunity to air anything that's uh, going on with you. I'm never ready for that question. Like my, my life is pretty routine and, uh, in mundane data day to day. I don't have a lot of, of, uh, um, extra, extra critical stuff going on. Now that's from my opinion. I, I, I have a lot going on, but I just, I just don't think people want to hear about my, my schedule. It's, uh, hey, it's kind of boring. I know um, what it is. It's, it's, far- it's, it's youth football. It's, 
yeah, yeah, youth football right now. We only got a couple more weeks of that. Um, paintball is uh, on the brand. We go to World Cup shortly after youth football ends. Um, and then we get into our winter season. And I'm, I'm thankful um, that, you know, we don't slow down all that much. So I really don't have an off season. We stay pretty busy through the winter. So it's just kind of shifting gears for us and, and getting ready for the next thing. How long till axe throwing? Oh, man. Damn it. I'm, I'm, I don't know. No, it's, it's still coming. It's here. Like all the stuff is here. I just need to put the manpower into building it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I want to do it, but it's kind of two projects away right now. I've got a, an outdoor project. I want to finish before it gets too cold. I've got an indoor project. I want to, I want to finish before we get to axe throwing. And then once I can focus on axe throwing, it'll go up in a couple days. It's just, uh, again, getting my ducks in a row and, uh, and, uh, and being ready for it. I am full on the fantasy football bandwagon. I'm now three and one. And Isn't that fun? I'm, yeah, it is fun. I, I really enjoy it. And the, I, I'm taking on uh, this dude, Ian, this week, who I think he sucks because his team's 0-4, and I was just looking at his roster, and he's got like two or three slots that are actually empty. Oh, so he's not even paying attention. No, no. Yeah, so then that, if you if your league's got a message board, you just stay quiet. You just, yeah. Hopefully kickoff happens and he still, he still has some spots empty. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Um. Okay. Let's see. What will happen first, Tyler says. Axe throwing. I just read that. <laughs> axe throwing or the ability to prepay for paintball online. Probably axe throwing. That's great. Yeah, I would definitely, <laughs> if I was a betting man, I would say the axe throwing will happen first. Holy shit. Okay, That's Rick. Great. Have a good one, buddy. Talk to you soon. Yeah, buddy. Rick from TC Paintball. Holy shit. Trigger time with Rick. I'm telling you, I sensed it forever ago. Rick is a talent.